Our scripture for today comes from Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 34. Let us listen to God's word. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know why. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First, the stalk and then the head, then the full kernel. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. Again, he said, what shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they could understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. So let me start by simply stating that this parable is not about you. It's not about your faith or your activity or your potential to grow and do great things. It does not say that you or I are mustard seeds and one day you will grow up to be beautiful and valuable and amazing. That may be well and true, but that is a message for a different day. Today's parable is about the kingdom of God. You are not a mustard seed, but the kingdom of God certainly is. It starts small and then grows to be the largest of all the garden plants. Why? Jesus didn't choose the mustard seed because he couldn't think of any bigger plants. In the Bible, they talk about the cedars of Lebanon, these massive, strong, impressive trees. But Jesus did not choose the cedars of Lebanon. He chose the mustard plant, which starts with the smallest seed and grows to be the largest of all the garden plants. Is that not a weird image to choose? It's like saying the kingdom of God is like okra. If you wait too long to harvest, it gets tough and loses its flavor. Yes, that might be true. But it's a strange image for the kingdom of God. We hear these names like Elevation Church, The Rock, even some plant images like Rooted for God's kingdom. Have you ever heard of Okra Church? No, mustard seed church. No, we might have a Sunday school class named the mustard seeds because we're awesome. But I've never seen a church with the tagline mustard plant. We're the largest of all garden plants. It's a weird image. So it begs this question. Why not use something different to talk about the kingdom of God? Why not use something more familiar Maybe an actual kingdom, like the Roman Empire, the largest empire in history and something they can look out their front door and see. Why not just amplify what his audience already knows? 
The Roman Empire has 400,000 men in their army. Well, the kingdom of God has a million. The Roman Empire stretches from sea to sea. Well, the kingdom of God stretches through all eternity. That's not the example that Jesus chooses. Jesus begins to say that the kingdom of God is like leaven. That's right before this parable, where a woman hides it in the dough, and then it grows to bake a huge loaf of bread. And you can imagine his audience sitting there going, okay, tell us more, Jesus. This time, tell us about the armies and the empire and about crushing our enemies to dust. Tell us that one, Jesus. And Jesus responds with, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. Doesn't exactly sound like any kingdom we've ever heard of. Initially, you're not even sure what it means, why the plant images, why the mustard seed, who is scattering the mustard seeds. And the more you read these parables, the more questions you have. And I think, quite frankly, that's the point. God's kingdom is not like any other kingdom. It is something different. We can't already assume that we know what God's kingdom is like because we have no idea. We can't look out our front door and go, oh, I get it. It's powerful. Oh, I see. It's big. I understand. I've seen that before. No, it's not any of that. It's nothing we've seen or known. So Jesus does not compare his kingdom to any other kingdoms because it's not like that. Instead, it's a little bit of yeast you mix in and it leavens an entire loaf. It's the mustard seed that grows into the tallest of all the garden plants. Honestly, if you've ever seen a mustard plant, it looks like a weed. And if it wasn't used for the flavoring of food, it would be a weed because let's say maybe it's not ugly, but it is a little plain. This is not a beautiful metaphor. Jesus compares his kingdom to a shrub. There was a guy who wanted to defend Jesus from looking a little bit crazy by talking about the kingdom of God as a mustard seed. So this guy traveled to Israel. He wandered the desert looking for the tallest mustard plant that he could find. He got pictures showing his entire journey. In case you don't believe it, he found a 10-foot, 2-inch mustard plant. This is how he describes it. It is plenty tall to give shelter to birds from predators like hawks with huge leaves big enough for a salad. Like I said, there's a picture because he documented his whole journey. Sure, the thing is 10 feet tall, but it's skinny like a weed, and the leaves are big enough for a salad, maybe about 12 leaves, so a salad for one. This guy is so intent on explaining why Jesus isn't crazy that he went a little bit crazy, but that's not the problem. If you want to go crazy for Jesus, go right ahead. But the problem is that he's trying to force Jesus's image to make sense with how he understands things. Jesus must have chosen the mustard seed because it come, becomes something gigantic, huge and powerful, mighty and inspiring. But that is exactly what Jesus is not doing. So let me tell you about this mustard plant. 
The seed is very small. It looks pretty much like nothing. And that's the first part of God's kingdom. It can start with something so small, you will barely see it. This one church had a really simple food pantry, much like we do, a ministry they'd run for over 20 years. They served about 30 families total, different families at different times. In their city, this was a mustard seed. The bags of canned goods and pastas and peanut butter, they were good, they were helpful, but next to the problem of hunger around them, it was about this big. Then it started to grow. The Holy Spirit kept pushing the church, kept opening doors. They found ways to buy vegetables at cents per pound because they were speckled or weren't the right shape. Suddenly they had more food than they could give away. So they began to advocate. They went door to door in some of the poorest neighborhoods advertising this food that they had. And before they knew it, they had a 100 families lined up, a line too long for the volunteers to handle. So then the Spirit sent them out looking for more volunteers, and now many of their most faithful volunteers are men and women who were fed by that food bank. The families they serve are not perfect. Some of them are their own biggest problems. The ministry is messy. But suddenly Jesus' image of the kingdom of God makes sense. It starts small. This little food bank like so many churches have, and it sprouts and it grows until it services 1,100 families a day, supported by donations from around the world. Let me just tell you, it is not a pillar in the community. This is no cedar of Lebanon. It is not big. It is not beautiful. It's a garden plant feeding the hungry. If you read them describing how it grew so big and so fast, they don't really know. They can't tell you which is Jesus' first image. These seeds start growing night and day, growing, and they're not sure why. All of a sudden, it exploded after being around for 20 years. The kingdom of God will grow because God gives the growth. Wherever there are willing hearts and homes, the Spirit will work and the kingdom will grow. Wherever there are willing hearts and homes, The Spirit will work and the kingdom will grow. What's weird about the kingdom of God, though, is that even when it grows, even a big mustard plant, it's not that impressive. You probably wouldn't stop and say, wow, that's amazing. You'd probably just look out the window and think, huh, somebody's not really taking care of the weeds. This food bank is not popular with everyone. You can imagine why, without too much difficulty, this church has neighbors, businesses, homes. Lots of them are not thrilled about the 600 people loitering outside. Many of them look homeless. Lots of them actually are. Plenty aren't people you'd want watching your children. The crowd around that food bank does not bring in customers. It does not improve property values. If I was in the car driving by that food bank, I'd be more likely to lock my doors than I would to stop and go, wow. I wonder what's happening over here. Because the hard thing about the kingdom of God is that it starts as a mustard seed, easy to miss. And even when it's fully grown into a mustard plant, it's still easy to miss. But 
But for the bird looking for shelter, it's a home. And for the bird looking for food, it's a feast. So this parable carries with it a warning for us. Do not forget just how easy it is to miss the kingdom of God. Day after day, we can walk right by, right beside it, so close we can touch it without actually entering into it. We could live our whole lives beside the kingdom of God without stepping underneath its branches, which means we could live our whole lives with God's healing, God's joy, God's provision, God's power, God's courage, all within reach, a river of life flowing right beside us in the middle of our town and spend our lives dying of thirst. It is a troubling image. If God's kingdom is like a mustard plant, we can't write anything or anyone off because the kingdom of God just might, just might show up looking like a weed. And Jesus proclaims the Beatitudes. He says, blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the poor in spirit. You would struggle to find a group of people who seem less blessed. Except, except they are the people who will notice the mustard plant. They will notice God's kingdom as unimpressive as the seeds might be, as much as it might resemble a weed. They will be the ones to dart underneath the branches looking for shelter. They'll be the ones that push through the homeless-looking crowd to discover the body of Christ feeding the hungry. This is an important parable for us. Because quite frankly, I don't need God to show up to have food on my table. Brian and I have more than enough to provide for ourselves. We are blessed with a home to live in, with food to eat. And I would just guess that most of us are in that boat. So for us, this parable has a warning. If you have a life where you can take care of yourself, be careful that you do not miss the kingdom of God. It looks like a mustard seed that grows into a mustard plant, the largest of all the garden plants. And if we're not desperate for comfort or shelter or food, there is a good chance we will miss it. Often we simply wait to see God's kingdom when life clobbers us. Wait for the death or the diagnosis or the disappointment or the depression. When things are bad, the kingdom will be there for you. This is how we live, especially in countries like the United States where we're blessed with resources. We live our daily lives not experiencing the fullness of the kingdom of God. And then suddenly things go wrong and we realize the kingdom of God has been within reach the entire time. So when life goes back to normal, don't forget, please do not forget that scraggly bush that looks like a weed. Because the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed that grows into a mustard plant. It is hard to see. So pay attention. Pay attention to those who need God to show up, those who hunger, those who mourn, those who are lonely, and those who are sick. Remember the world's needs of God even when you don't feel it. God, we need justice. God, I need hope. 
God, they need help. God, this family needs healing. It's easy to miss the largest garden plant. It is easy to miss the kingdom of God. So follow the birds. Because for the birds looking for shelter, God's kingdom is a home. And for the birds looking for a meal, God's kingdom is a feast. So follow the birds. Follow the birds and you will not miss the kingdom of God. Let us pray. Lord, we know how easy it is to miss your kingdom, your kingdom that is here now on this earth. So we ask that you would simply open our eyes, open our hearts, that we might see your kingdom breaking into this world, breaking in even in the smallest of ways. And Lord, when we see the inbreaking of your kingdom, might we simply step back and say thank you. Thank you for your kingdom, your kingdom that is here for the lost, the lonely, the depressed, the hungry. Thank you. For your kingdom. In your name we pray. Amen.